the 90s. Welcome to the Millennials of SoCal podcast with Philly Phil and Nat Attack. Let's talk about the music, cartoons, and everything else about the best generation. That is so yesterday. Hello, this is Philly Phil. And Nat Attack. And we are the Millennials of SoCal. That's right. Yeah, I'm from Oxnard, California. I'm Nat Attack, originally from Santa Barbara, but now we're both in Oxnard. Yes, and we are both uh, happily married. Uh, I most have to say days. That, well, most days. Yeah, I have to say that's but, us. But we have our two kids. But we have our two kids. And we're happy about that. Yes, we are happy. We have one boy and one little girl. So, our podcast is Millennials of SoCal. Not just only SoCal, but um, overall in... Yeah, our experience as 90s kids growing up in the 90s into the early 2000s. Pretty much, yeah. And we're starting to see a a trend, a trend from the newer generation, Gen Z, that they're starting to, how would you say? Copycatters. Copycatters, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's funny because it doesn't look, what I say, uh, authentic. Yeah. Um, and I see that they're starting to bring back things or wear things from back yeah. in the back in the day. Yeah, because like there there was even a, a year in the late like in 2019, 2020, somewhere before um, COVID hit, that that they had a bunch of remakes of '90s movies, reboots, remakes, thinking that they're gonna bring back uh, that crowd. It kind of did, but we were some. Most of us were pretty disappointed. I mean, I was definitely a skeptic. Yeah, it was like one of the movies we saw. Uh, what was it? Men in Black. Oh, the newer Men in Black. Yeah. I didn't even watch it. Yeah, I wasn't I even interested. Yeah, when I was watching the same thing, I was just like, no, I can't do it because we all it. know, you know, Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith dominated that movie. Yeah. Why remake it or reboot it? You know, if they already dominated that that series the you know it's ridiculous for us millennials even some other age groups too like when you remake or reboot a classic it's just it's so hard to watch definitely doing more more harm than good yeah and speaking of characters how about we jump into the first segment oh yeah let's go right ahead we're gonna talk about three 90s cartoons three okay all right sure i like the way that sounds three is the magic number my pick the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, the Powerpuff Girls. So let, let it rip. They had um they had six seasons between 1998 and 2005, uh, for a total of 119 episodes. There's some history about the Powerpuff Girls that actually it originally had their first ever episode like ever. A, their first debut. Their first debut was. When in 92, they said, 92, 93, around that area. Yeah, they were called and the Whoop-Ass Girls, right? Yeah, they were called the Whoop-Ass Girls. And it was like, uh, it was the original show was called Whoop-Ass Stew. There used to be a cartoon series um, called, I think it was called What a Cartoon. Yeah. And pretty much these um, cartoons were pretty much the building blocks for the series Cartoon Cartoons, which millennials know that was like the... That's where all our favorite cartoons Where are our favorite cartoons On, on Cartoon Network. On Cartoon Network. Right. Yeah. And the Powerpuff Girls were part of that. So like that show gave birth to a few cartoons, just like 
you know, Cartoon Network were just like, you know what, we like this, we like this one. Let's and they make ended it. up being and like a few seasons. Yeah, a few seasons. Know, iconic yeah. 90s cartoons. Yeah. yeah. The Powerpuff Girls were happened to be one of the ones picked. Right. And, and so going back to uh, Whoop Ass Stew, um, the, the first, their initial debut, right, like you said, was um, titled A Sticky Situation. And it was originally, the original air date was actually in 1994. Mm-hmm. The main difference is that instead of adding Chemical X, he adds a can of whoop-ass rather than Chemical X. <laughs> <A can of> whoop-ass. <laughs> so that was one of the main differences that, between well, that like, makes pretty... That makes sense. <laughs> that makes and, sense. and then the whoop-ass girls are created, and then they go on and they fight the amoeba boys, and they um, they fly them into the sun and whatever. You know, if you if you really want to go find yeah. it, you can actually well, can you go find it, it on YouTube well, yeah. or somewhere. And you know something? I think their intro, looking at the video now, that the intro, actually the first ever villain... See... Some millennials will say it was Mojo Jojo, but when you go way back, technically in the intro, it's the grand, the gang Green Gang, and yeah. then the they, episode. But they were first known as the Amiibo yeah. Boys, right? Well, the Amiibo Boys were the three little germs with the. Oh, they were different. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But the I'm gang Green Gang, yeah. Green so, Gang. Yeah. Well, so that was their their no, pilot but, debut yeah. as Whoop Ass Girls, but later on they became the Powerpuff Girls because of the 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 title. The, yeah, the I like, got Cartoon Network officially picked them up for their own show. And they but, became the powerful girls, and that that's when they added yeah. Chemical X. Yeah, because the saying the term "whoop ass" to a bunch of kids, you know they're gonna be well. Yeah, that didn't stop. Well, it had to be kid friendly, but then that wouldn't stop us from saying it because we still said it when we were young. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but, but I guess but, the the appeal you can't put whoop ass on like a children's backpack. Yeah, you cannot. Right? <laughs> you can't do that. You know, um, maybe yeah. some areas, but yeah. <laughs> But, uh, but, I mean, yeah. nowadays, I certainly would. Yeah. Why not? So, like, going from, like, there to the actual beginning of their series. Yeah, their first actual episode as the Powerpuff Girls was um, titled uh, Monkey See, Doggy Do. And this was the episode where Mojo Jojo uh, creates a laser beam that turns everyone in Townsville to, into dogs. To dogs. Like, everyone, including yeah. the mayor and including the, the, Powerpuff, the Powerpuff Girls, Girls. themselves. But, yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah and that's, like, you know, because... Each, uh, you know, they were just puppies, but it's funny because they, they can fight in the puppy. It was so cute, yeah, when they got into, like, and then, like, even the mayor got into it, Yeah, the, right? Yeah. Started and, fighting. And, you know, but uh, well, I was thinking about that, like, how Mojo was, like, jumped on the, uh, on, like, one of his lab tables, and mm-hmm. they're all just, like, like dogs are just, like, on the... You just hear a bunch of random barking. <laughs> but, like, of yeah. course, the, the Buttercup uh, puppy found that, like, wait, what if I go around and run around and bit him in the... But and, mm-hmm. and then all of them turn back, and of course he breaks the the statue. I think the Nubis said they called it. Yeah. And next thing you know, they all everybody turns back human. Uh-huh, but right. Mojo's the only one that turns into an ugly like an ugly dog. Yeah, I mean he was already a monkey to begin he with. He was already so. a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but you know, and you know, from there on out, you know, we had what we call a good cartoon series. Yeah. You know. From, it was just fun and, and goofy and yeah, silly and it was easy to watch, you know. Yeah, it was very easy to watch, you know, and I, you know, well, I'm a guy, you know, and people think, like, millennials were like, oh, we only watch boy shows. No, but, I mean, come on, these were, like, these were the Powerpuff Girls. They yeah. were, they were, they were whoop-ass girls, They you were know? whoop-ass girls. They were tight, they would fight, you'd have real punches, there was, like, a sweet one, and, like, kind of a mean, rough edges, yeah. Powerpuff Girl. And they're very, very sweet, and so, uh-huh. so, like you said, there's a sweet one, 
a rough house one and then an intelligent one. Yeah, or the, the leader one. Yeah. yeah. They all had like, you know, three different um, Their personalities. personalities. Kind of touched on but everyone. They, but yeah. what they had was, of course, uh, powers, which was... Uh, that was... I love talking about these cartoons because I can I can see the images in my head. I'm like replaying yeah, the episode. Yeah, <laughs> just, I remember it being so funny. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the next cartoon, shall we? Which one is it? Let's talk about Dexter's Laboratory. Ah, uh, another uh, what I call uh, part of the what a cartoon, which was picked too. Yeah, and it I, was, and he his original his initial pilot aired in 1995. Yeah. Hey, yeah. yeah, we were only four when that happened. We were four years. Yeah. We were just kiddos. Um, and and he had a total... Well, that was his original pilot, his debut, yeah, this what a cartoon. But his actual show, Dexter's Laboratory, the show, started in 1996 and it went on to 2003, totaling 78 episodes over a span of four seasons. The pilot episode was called Changes, and this was where Dexter and Dee Dee test the, the Dexter's newest invention, which was a laser that also turned people into animals. There's a lot of turning people yeah, into animals uh, in these characters. I've oh, noticed. yeah, that's right. So, yeah, so I remember that. Now you brought that up. Now I do remember. So, like, yeah, that was, like, Dexter and laser, and then, yeah, they're turning each other. And, like, when Dexter's trying to explain to Dee Dee, yeah. well, well, first Dexter's, uh, like, gets her and turns her into a frog, and she's, like, a dancing frog and then ballerina and frog then he's trying to go over what it does and it's funny when you listen to Dexter which was kind of funny and unique about Dexter his accent right his accent where did that come yeah, from yeah we don't know where that come, where that came from so it's funny because he had like a like Russian German French accent little, yeah yeah a little Russian accent yeah. I think it was and, and I can't even say laboratory right because laboratory I, I know La- I, I to this day yeah. I can't say laboratory yeah. I yeah. have to say laboratory well, I have to say laboratory you know <laughs> like i was saying that in a while because i was just adapting to what dexter would say I mean, yeah in the real world how often would we have to use yeah, the word laboratory I, technically we would only say lab nowadays oh uh, uh, yeah like oh yeah. it's one of the college because lab I, I guarantee those right. college instructors can't even say it either no right everyone <laughs> yeah. calls it laboratory right but um maybe since you remember that first pilot episode do you remember that season one like the official the official season one episode one it was called the dimensional and this is where dexter um, like he falls victim to one of his. He's always like he's, been, he's always one of the victims to his own inventions. And usually, like, when that happens, is it involves Dee Dee, his yeah, sister. Yeah, she always sabotages her. him. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it could have worked. What would happen if Dee Dee wasn't there? It yeah, probably would have worked. It, yeah, he could have been like a world-renowned, like genius, yeah. like world Nobel known, Prize, right? Yeah. Nobel Prize winning, but, but no, Dee Dee has to sabotage some, everything. Uh, and that's uh, and that's the thing about um that was so unique about cartoons. It had the same type of plot but you know it was always something different yeah it was always something they're like Dexter misses but Dee Dee does this or yeah she, she ruins or, it or you know some uh, wait so let me go back to this episode so Dexter falls victim to his own invention and accidentally sends Dee Dee back in time to warn his past self about oh. consequences but um but Dexter doesn't believe himself yeah he doesn't believe yeah, yeah. so well the boy so I know about that so like as you guys know, like, I have done film productions, TV, um, yeah, you have a background, uh, right. like, history. So going on to Dexter's, that show, Dexter builds that machine and a, and a monster comes out and he tells you to go back in time when he writes this message, give this to me in the past, right? Yeah. Dee Dee goes, but of course, 
when Didi goes to the past, of course Dexter doesn't like Didi yeah. in his lab. He doesn't realize that it's Didi from the future, it does, yeah, he right, doesn't, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he doesn't realize that. And then he tells Didi to get lost in a way, uh, and Didi cries. And next thing you know, he looks at the window or TV or something, and he sees a bird freaking out because there's Didi talking, and then you hear another Didi voice, and he's like, "What the heck?" Yeah. And it's like he sees the bird pass out, and then he looks out and he sees two Didis, and then that's when he realizes that oh, this is real. This is real. But the thing is that he pissed off dd so much that they don't want to give it to him until he does what he what <laughs> I know, they it's want. like the salvation of the world of the future depends on them but they're being petty about they're it being petty about <laughs> it <laughs> and being... that's the thing daddy dd doesn't take things that serious oh and they're like extra just like you know what forget it and then he does exactly what he did in the yeah it ends up and then it's funny it does and it does, does whatever it's like oh she's like oh this looks familiar yeah this looks very familiar <laughs> and then next you know right this and dexter does and it kind of plays the episode all over again mm-hmm. from where dexter uh, left off with dd like and then he writes the message like oh this you mean this message and it's like dexter did not open and he's like wait a minute this is the one i just said and then they go back into the past like I'm doomed. Yeah, I'm doomed. <laughs> and it's just like, uh, <laughs> I mean, those storylines, yeah. the, the the plots are just great. And they were just that was just good television. It was just yeah, it was just <laughs> really good. That's just how the '90s, how they were able to get. And the thing is, from those cartoons, we still, if you have um like HBO Max, you can watch them. You can watch them. You wait, wait is it? Yeah, it's on HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. it's on, you, you can, can watch them. them. You yeah. can watch them. And, uh, let's yeah. move on to um, another, uh, the third and final third. show of this segment. Yeah. So, what is it? This one's yours. You're gonna like this one, Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy. So we went from Cartoon Network to Nickelodeon of the '90s. And Ren and Stimpy is pretty much one of the the shows that helped Nickelodeon dominate the '90s. Really? Because yeah. I. Hated well, yeah, because you didn't just didn't like the the art and the. I didn't like the the the, the cartoon style that they were drawing. Yeah, yeah I just it, thought it was so gross. Yeah, I, I understand. Watch it. Yeah. yeah, kids just watched it, but when adults watched it, it was like, wait a minute, something's going yeah, on. Yeah, the here. writers definitely yeah. put in stuff for the, the yeah. parents to watch as well. Yeah. Um. Originally, uh, the pilot aired in 1990. It was the theatrical pilot they yeah. called. It's called the Big House Blues, and this is where Big, <laughs> where Ren and Stimpy actually get caught by the dog catcher. The dog catcher. pound. The dog, yeah. yeah. They get caught by the dog yeah. catcher, and they get sent to the pound, and they meet a couple of, you the know, dogs. friends in there, or whatever. And then one of the dogs has to, like, go yeah. to the big but the sleep. Thing, yeah, but the thing is, so, like, the terrible. Apple, yeah, it's terrible. Like, but... why would they put this in a children's cartoon? <laughs> yeah. The fact that they called it the Big Sleep, like, yeah. and it did, it went the over our heads. The kids didn't understand, yeah. But... It went over our heads. I had no idea what they were yeah. talking about. So, like, throughout that, okay, <laughs> jumping on that. <laughs> gonna jump in on that one. So, um, so that episode, right? Like the dog is being cocky, like, oh yeah, this is the place to bleed, blah blah. And then when he gets taken away, he's walking and he has like little bubbly eyes, like, oh my god, like he knows what's gonna come. And Ren and them are like talking to the other dogs, like, where's he going? Like, he's going to sleep. And they're like, okay, I guess we gotta go to sleep too, right? Yeah, not but, the same kind. But of But it wasn't that type of sleep. <laughs> but the thing is, is that like. They don't know what's going on. Right. And next thing you know, when they find out the next day, like, Ren, of course, is the smart one. You know, and Stimpy, of course, is, is dumb. He doesn't understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll just re- uh, recall for any millennials, I forgot, Ren is actually a chihuahua, not a rat. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because people had this thing about, like, he was a rat. I was today years old when I learned that. Thank you for letting me know. Yeah, because I think the way his tail looked... 
They thought that it, it doesn't would... matter. I'm telling you that cartoon style was so yeah. grossly drawn. Everyone had to assume he was like some rodent. Some rodent at some the time. Rodent. Yeah. But so... at the end of that that pilot episode, a little girl adopts them. Yeah, adopts but them. But I don't remember this little girl being a main character in the in the later. Is no, she... no, it's, she's just like a one time show. Yeah. Yeah. So they just like, get out of the pound, yeah, and then they, now they yeah. have their their and season. The fun, yeah. So their show. Yeah, but there is some background into that show that um, it did uh, bother um, some audience, some audience. So they edit this part out. But... Is that in, in this initial first pilot this episode? This initial first pilot. Oh, okay. so, so, and it's happens? and honestly for us I still think it's funny but um, so uh, Ren is sleep talking okay and he's thinking that he's talking to a girl and he's like trying to be romantic with the girl oh, so, so he's, he's like kind of like sleep talking he's and yeah he's okay. dreaming and Stimpy is just like he's like oh I kiss you crusty eyes and and then he's like rubbing Stimpy like and Stimpy's leg starts like kicking and yeah. starts like getting into it getting and they see yeah get away frisky and he's like and then Ren's like He's like, I kiss you, it was sweet, uh, like exchange of saliva. I'm like, what the heck? Why didn't you? Just... I know. I mean, it was so poetic, but yeah, also so yeah. disgusting. And then when he kisses Stimpy, and Stimpy goes for it, and Stimpy's awake and goes for it, mm-hmm. and you see his lips pucker up and go. And when Sten, uh, when Ren, uh, when, <laughs> when Ren opened his eyes, mm-hmm. he saw what just happened, and he screams, and he and he goes and drinks out of the toilet bowl to wash his mouth. Right. And he and the thing is like, don't you have some sense of hygiene? <laughs> like, no, he don't. Yeah. But, but yeah, so that that part was cut out. Yeah, it was yeah. cut off. It was like, and I understand in the nineties, like they thought that was a little too much to show to a, a uh, kids um, show, mm-hmm. but you. You know when we watch it it's actually to me it's not that bad it was i thought it was funny how it played out but when we're kids it's just two funny cartoons kissing you know yeah, who cares know. it happens and yeah you know honestly if they would have not took that out i don't think my parents would have cared cared they would have been like oh my god what the heck <laughs> i think my parents would have cared actually my yeah. parents were a little bit more strict with my tv watching i yeah. watched a lot of disney channel yeah you know it's funny a lot when of you break, when you, it's funny uh, my parents would let us watch certain cartoons. I like showed little messages like that, mm-hmm. but but the thing is, they wouldn't let me watch uh, Beavis and Butthead. Or, no, yeah, my parents wouldn't let yeah, me watch that either. Yeah, or um, South Park started coming in too in the the late nineties, and oh they no, didn't, mm-hmm. no, couldn't watch that couldn't either. Couldn't watch that either. No. But you know, but once we got our own rooms, oh yeah, we <laughs> no. Know. Once we became adults in college and we made big kid money, we watched whatever we yeah. wanted to watch. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> all right, that was the first good segment. Segment. Yeah. Well, should we move on? Yes, we should because I feel energetic. I feel like I'm ready to go to Brown. I feel like I just drank some orange soda. That's what I feel like. Oh, uh, orange soda. <laughs> Philly, Philly loves orange soda. I love orange soda. Okay, <laughs> segment two. Let's talk about toys of the 90s. Toys of the 90s. Come what on. is your favorite toys well, in the 90s? Well, uh, having action figures of the Power Rangers. Like, we all had all five original colors. Right. Power book. Uh, but yeah, like not we, Rangers, power. Not the Power Rangers. Sorry. Oh, right. right <laughs> but these were like uh, action figures, like the twelve inch yeah. dolls. Yeah. Yeah. They were they were decent in size. We you know we had all the color ones. You know we all debated which one was better. Or did they come who, with accessories? Do you remember? Um. Yeah. I think some of them did come with accessories. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I believe they did, but we would lose them. You know. Right. Because all we, those little pieces. Man. All those. Little, all those little choking hazards. Yeah. Choking <laughs> hazards. I know. Huh? Yeah, but. My sisters would, oh my god, toys. Like, they would get dolls. 
Like, right. pretty much, you're going to pretty much have the same toys that they pretty much have. You think? Possibly. <laughs> well, let's hear. What are, what are yours? Me? Um, yeah. Barbies and Furbies. Barbies, of course. Oh, you know, my God. Your sisters those. had a lot of Barbies, they too. They had a lot. They, so, my dad's marine uh, duffel bag. Yeah. He gave it to them just to stuff all their dark Barbies. Oh, no. I don't think I have that many. <laughs> that I no. had, like, maybe eight Barbies. And eight I, Barbies? Yeah. And I had, like, a box for them. It was, like, a little carrying case. And they had, like, little waist holders. You could put them in, they'd stand up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Barbies come, like, they came with so many accessories. They came, yeah. I that, had, like, a pink Jeep but, and the house. But that was the thing about the 90s was that, see, like, it, like girls played with... Barbies d- and boys played with G.I. Joe's. G.I. Joe's. Well, no, not like that. Like, we played with toys, to- like, action toys and anything, sure. cars, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But... Girls would always play with something like more feminine, like more pink dolls, and I mean there was yeah, there's a lot of gender yeah. Stereotyping it was still, it was still it was still going around in the nineties compared yeah, yeah. to nowadays. Blue but, for boys, pink for girls. Yeah, so pretty that. much. Yeah, and but there were some unisex type of toys, and like as I remember, there was something from Nickelodeon. I think it was the the Glack. Gak? The gak or something. And you can, it was like all this gooey thing and it can turn into things and you can throw it in the sticks. Wait, was it like, was it, was it like goo? Like, it was like goo because like, like, it was like slime because uh, Nickelodeon gak. started producing their toys where it was like, you know, the slime era mm-hmm. was coming in into the Nickelodeon. Um, they started emphasizing it more. Yeah. Well, I remember like a unisex toy of the 90s I remember was like the toy called the, the Bop It toy. Uh, bop, the bop It. Twist it. <laughs> Pull it. That was fun. But I never got to play with it. You never did? No. The, yeah, but I would pass it around with my cousins. Like I, I never had one, but I remember going to my cousin's house and she would have one and we just pass it around in circles. The only toys I would get to play that was iconic in the 90s was, do you remember the, I forget what you call it, those, that yellow thing where it had different colors and you had to be quick to like, you know, pick up the pattern. Oh, oh, it was like a, it was like a square brick and it had many squares. Yeah. And the squares would light up and you had to copy the pattern. Yeah. Okay. I think I remember that. Oh, I forgot what it's called. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to look that up. But, you know, side uh, tracking from like the Barbies is that like, so there's something I remember about the Barbies, like, uh, it involved like my, my sisters. Yeah. So this was like back in 97, 98. The Barbies came with a uh, a cassette tape. It was a pink oh. cassette tape, and I remember seeing it. And my sisters got this cassette tape, and they also got a, a stereo. And they went into the room, and they put this cassette tape in. And next thing you hear, it's Aqua. Oh, it's Barbie Girl. Yes. Barbie Girl by Aqua. Yeah. And wait, wait. Was their stereo also like a pink Barbie stereo? No, no, no. Okay, they this is like a the... real cassette tape. Yeah, this was a real cassette tape. And it played one song. And it played one song. No. Yeah, well, that was the thing about the 90s. Is like it, had, it played like, they sometimes would just give you like some of the most iconic things compared to nowadays where they're just cheap and sell things separately. Well, definitely the toys in the 90s were so much better. Like speaking of the one song, I remember like the, the hit clips mm-hmm. and it was just one little song on a little clip. Like music MP3 player, and they would give us in like Happy Meal toys. Yeah, I remember getting like a little MP3 player and a Happy Meal toy, and they would play like one minute of like In Sync, Bye Bye Bye, right? Uh huh. Legit playable toys. Yeah, like and you can even install a battery in some of them. Right, right. I remember they had like the mini, um, mini Beanie Babies. Beanie, beanie, beanie. The mini, yeah, the mini Beanie I don't Babies. I remember those. I do. They were Beanie Babies, but they were mini, and they, I guess, Ty Warner had worked with McDonald's, and mm-hmm. we had mini Beanie Babies in our 
Happy Meal toys. Yeah. Wow, those Happy Meal toys. I know, huh? Yeah. And thinking about cool. like and thinking about the restaurants back in those days, they actually look nicer than nowadays. Nowadays they look like just get in there, get your food and get out type of place. Definitely fast food. They don't like not any of them have like the playground anymore. Yeah. Do you know what our kids will experience? From the 90s, definitely all the TV that we used to watch, right? <laughs> yeah, and all the movies, the, the 90s all, movies, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now that yeah. we have Disney Plus and it shows. And then some of HBO, some of the things we remember we, that we can have access to. Right. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> you know, and good thing is they do watch them. Or like, I put like, for our daughter, I put like 90s music on for her. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And then even my music too, which... Old school um, gems. Yeah. Um, the, we, we can all agree that way. We just can't listen to the radio nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Always, I, I, I mean, never listen to the radio unless it's um like here it's one one four seven because that's old school and they just they do play even nineties even ushers um are well, on ushers no. classics around there. We we had had this conversation before where I was talking to you about how when I felt old when I when I was on like an oldie station on the radio and we're never on. The, I always just plug oh, in my phone oh. right, but I was listening to the radio and it was you know quote unquote an oldie station and they were playing like Usher Confessions. I was like, this is oldies. This no way. This is not oldies. You know, you bring that up now. You bringing that up. So, um. There was this movie we were not allowed to watch when we were kids, but now we can watch them. Uh, they came out in the late 90s, early 2000s, which was American Pie. One time at band camp. One time at band camp. Mm. Okay, <laughs> shut <laughs> up. But um, no, but the the American Reunion, the last one that came out. Um, right. So Jim um, is taking... He's all grown up. He's all grown Well, he's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. But... The thing is, is that he's taking a, his the girl he used to babysit because she was drunk and she's eighteen. She was drunk and he's taking her home. Yeah. And then she, well, he's giving her a ride. He's home. giving her a ride home, and mm-hmm. he's just like trying to be responsible. And next thing you know, she's all trying to flirt with him and stuff. And then she turns on the radio, and it's the Spice Girls. And Spice Girls. and next thing you know, she's like, "Oh my God, this is so old school." And then he's like, "This is old. School. This is old school." And like he's like, "Well, when I was in high school, it's kind of like when I was in high school, this was brand new. Right? This was still it was, new. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like when you get told that, like at the like right now about like certain songs are like oh my god this is so classic and we're yeah. just like no it's not this was like, like i have that moment of silence where i'm just like death to our music genre yeah our genre music right yeah speaking yeah. of music let's move on to the next segment because we're going to talk about so the boy bands the boy bands boy bands oh, of the guys, 90s the boy bands we're gonna yeah. we're gonna talk about the, the top two pretty much it was the birth of the boy bands like yeah there were some bands in like the 80s and some of the like that but boy bands were more um pop more um how do you say more um dance dance more dancing i would i mean definitely it was an entire performance it wasn't solely about the music the music was great yeah because but i mean the boy band was like them dancing the choreography the fashion yeah and of course like how dance moves people yeah this is the most iconic issue of the 90s about these boy bands there's two of these boy bands that everybody would just say who was better one in sync and two the backstreet boys so here's the the main difference here. Obviously, you know, like they're they're both boy bands, right? So NSYNC had like a shorter run, whereas Backstreet Boys they ran for longer. I mean, yeah. they ran. They into, started. They started earlier than. Yeah, NSYNC. I think they had at one point they had stopped and they had gone back together and they'd started like a new thing in two thousand and thirteen, and then they toured in two thousand and fifteen. 
Um, there might or might. There's a rumor going around about it, maybe a holiday album coming out soon from the Backstreet Boys. So I mean, I'll keep my eyes on that. Yeah. But the In Sync, although I think its runtime was shorter, they got Justin Timberlake out of him. Yeah, and that happens with some bands. Right? It happens with some bands that, or not bands, more like boy bands. Yeah, but like groups where one out of that whole entire group, and yeah. they're gonna be more famous like the i couldn't decide who was yeah, I, I would say i was a backstreet boys fan mm-hmm. i i love in sync they have like some really good hits like bye 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 iconic song right the choreography all that stuff but i was forever a backstreet boys girl like yeah i had their posters on my wall and i would listen to their music on my cd player walking home and walking to school every day the only thing I know about the Backstreet Boys was, of course, like one of the songs, like, and then to hear it again on the movie This Is the End. Oh, <gasps> everybody! Yeah. yeah! Oh my gosh, it's so funny. I love it when like movies like that use like yeah. older songs and they make it relevant. Yeah, pretty that much. Really so, funny. and then In Sync, you know, I'd like, of course, the other one that's iconic too. Bye 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 yeah, yeah. bye bye one. bye and, um, well every year it's really funny because every year I see it in the memes that they have a picture of Justin Timberlake with his like tight his, his tight curls yeah and it's it's gonna he be he was May. so young oh <laughs> my was. god you know what made me felt old about that so Gen Z and some of Gen Y don't know that some of these big artists didn't come from bands or come from oh, they iconic bands of like earlier or they didn't know that they, they weren't well, they always solo yeah. yeah they were all they were always solo. No, originally yeah. um like some they, of these artists, so started, some of these artists started with groups and i would uh hear them talk about like oh this song oh yeah he, he did this and blah 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 like oh yeah i remember when he was in in sync and they're like what's that what's and, and i'm just like looking at them like the band he originally came from you know yeah and they're like he came from a band and yeah boy he, band yeah yeah he came from a boy band in the 90s. and like, really? <laughs> yeah. Looked, like, JT, like, Justin Timberlake? Like, yes, Justin Timberlake. Are we that old? That... Or when, like, younger people find out that Beyonce was part of... Destiny's Child. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like, and they're, what? Like, she was in a group? She like, was yeah. in a group? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Was... Some of them done, done that. Even the um, iconic um, rap group, um, like, NWA, like... Yeah. Ice Cube and uh, Dr. Dre, when they left, they became iconic on their own. Like, Dr. Dre created, like, pretty much because of him, we have Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Well, and you know what? That's going to be its own episode. That's going to be its own about, episode in the long period. We're talking about yeah. how. And then same thing with Ice Cube, too. Because they, they, they created so many iconic things that even, like... Us as the 90s were like, we liked it a lot. We loved it. Yeah, we it like made our music, generation. Music, the movies, we loved it. So many iconic things from that era. But back to the boy bands, you know. Well, nowadays, like, what, um, I see boy bands being talked about even like today. The newest Disney movie is Turning Red. Like, oh. The whole premise of the movie is that the yeah. main character wants to yeah. go to her first concert, which is a boy band concert yeah. for town. Yeah. And that was totally like created after the 90s yeah. like you know you can tell going back to what you yeah. were saying about the the newer generations copying yeah. us so yeah, yeah. and so uh, i didn't really start watching it but i we put it on for our daughter our daughter yeah so like i was trying to find other disney movies of interest for her and 
she was like she was kind of picky so i think she was going to that girl phase of like i don't i don't want to watch like coco i don't want to watch you know some of these movies yeah and it's like one of her favorite she will sit there and watch it she will like you know babies move around no she will plant there and watch it yeah so like i'm like okay you know what i'm just gonna have to watch it like i know i see a red panda i think Mm -hmm. she was just looking for her inner panda (laughs) her her inner panda and i'm just sitting there watching it and i'm like really looking through it i'm like wait a minute like what year is this yeah because all the yeah it's depicting like Flip phones or uh, brick phones? You yeah, and Kia then, phones. Uh, Kia phones, uh, yeah. green screens. Right. Uh, Butterfly clips. Know. But the only thing mistake I've seen it, I'm not 100% sure. I don't think texting was around back in those days. Mm, I mean, maybe not for us. We might have been too young. But see, like the, the, the movie was set in like 2003. 2003? So no, 2002, I believe. 2002. Yeah, and I didn't get my first cell phone until like 2006. I didn't get mine until so 2004. Yeah, Mei Ling. Is that the character's name? Mei Ling? Yeah. She's a couple years older than us. Well, they call her Mei. Mei, but, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, and I'm just watching this and I'm just like, you know, like I think my wife needs to see this too because I was the first one to see it and she's like, I haven't seen yeah, like I think you do, and then she started seeing the puzzles here. It's like it's two thousand, okay, and she's like the age of like uh, almost a teenage, yeah, well, she's a preteen, yeah, yeah. A pre, yeah, a teenage uh, millennial, because two thousand. So she was, you know, she experienced what we experienced, and what was it that we all had in similar? Well, not me, but like my wife, for example. Yeah, we all wanted to go to our first boy band concert. Yeah. We were all- in love with boy bands yeah and also like the movie the soundtrack the the, the music that they that they have the boy band play is so good yeah it totally gives those 90s vibes yeah it does thanks to those artists which one i know for sure billy uh billy eilish Bernard and her brother Ash. phineas yeah, uh phineas. took note in, in in writing the music but the i think disney hired like five other guys to sing the vocals yeah. for the band and yeah you know, they knew how to get that uh that touch yeah, of the boy band touch you, it's like something only like five guys can do together yeah. create those sounds and make the, the, the sound of what a boy band is supposed to sound like pretty so much good. yeah like guess what now my son sings a little bit of it in the end of the movie I mean I downloaded the sound yeah. I downloaded the, their album the four town album it's like four songs it's four <laughs> I time. downloaded it and I just like hear it in my car sometimes. yeah and no but the thing is like how our son just like starts to say uh, say some of the words yeah you know and I'm just like oh my god it's like it must be that catchy it's that so because yeah, that was is. the thing about the 90s is that in boy bands or any type of song iconic song we would just start it gets so catchy that we just start uh, singing it yeah <laughs> anyways well all these topics are going to be so much fun to with you about in the future I look forward to having these conversations yeah. um, how about we end the podcast here yeah I guess we should end it okay but <laughs> stop it yeah so uh, once you guys have a good day and we'll see you around that was so yesterday <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Philly Phil and I just wanted to thank you for clicking on our podcast. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. I know there are so many more topics we need to get to. We can talk about the Fresh Prince, Tamagotchis, Purple Ketchup, Bandcap, and that old guy from the Six Flags commercial. Getting that nostalgic feeling yet? I am. Come back every week for new episodes.